Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I like to talk about how do we align divergent thinking when you have a project that is in crisis. And first, I need to explain to you one more time that crisis is quite different from a challenging project. Every single project, no matter the method you use or the approach you use, is a challenge. And this is something like part of the DNA of a project. So every single project has this taste and feeling that is very close to the edge. However, a crisis is when you are facing a situation in your project that is so dramatic that it could jeopardize and could kill the project or even commit in a very big terms the company that is sponsoring in reputation or I would say financial losses or a massive accident. So you need to understand that a crisis requires a very fast and different approach. If during this very complex time, your team is start getting crazy, you know, getting conflicts on the top of conflicts, your squad or your team becomes a fight club. And this is the thing that you want really to avoid at all costs. Because, you know, imagine you in a crisis in an aircraft, in a flight where there is a problem with the aircraft, and then the crew members are fighting in the cockpit. This is the worst possible scenario. At least the crew must be united and together to face that challenge. So how do you do that? I would share with you three things that I would recommend you doing based on my experience and based it on several challenges I faced during my work with projects. The first one, give power to those with the knowledge to handle the topic. Let me be specific here. If you have a problem that is involving, I would say, security or cybersecurity, who should lead the fort to get you out of the crisis is someone that knows how to handle cyber attacks. It's not the boss. It's not the CEO of the company. It's someone that has the knowledge to do that. It's, for example, if you have a patient in critical situation in a hospital, it's not the boss of the hospital. It's the doctor who has the best possible skill to handle the crisis. So this is, for me, the first assumption. So every time I have a challenge, a, a crisis, who has the knowledge? If it's a crisis coming from an engineering perspective, who has the knowledge to avoid the bridge to collapse? Who can do that? The second is to reinforce the cost of not moving or the cost of doing nothing or the cost of disalignment. A lot of people think that if they just, you know, sit and wait, they are not spending money or they are not creating trouble. Yes, they are. Because in a crisis situation, you need to act fast. And every single minute could mean lives, could mean financial losses, could be increasing reputational risk. It's not free. It's not something like I'm doing nothing, so I'm free. There is no cost associated. So you need to be very clear that the act of not acting has a massive cost, has a massive people need to align because otherwise the plane will crash, the boat will sink, the fire will destroy your project site. It's very important to be mindful on that. And third, 
And this is before it's to plan. And why I'm saying planning? It's before you face crisis, you need to simulate potential crisis. For example, if you are doing an update in your system and this update will, I would say, open some flaws or some breaches in security, you need to have a team that will be able to, I would say, to simulate an attack to see how the system will behave, to see which kind of response can you give in a control environment. For example, the fire brigade Why do all companies, basically, they have these fire brigades? Because the fire brigade is a group of people that were trained to evacuate the building, to evacuate the factory in case of a crisis. So during the crisis, you don't start running, you know, to the other side. There is someone that will say, this is the safe direction. This is the direction you should drive and you should go. But the problem is that many people think that prevention is very expensive because we don't have time to lose on that. And then when the crisis hit you, you don't know what to do. And then the cost is massive. So if you see what is happening with COVID-19 globally, it's this. So many times you see people that do not have the knowledge trying to make decisions Or people said, no, let's do nothing. And there is a massive cost associated with do nothing. And one thing that I want to wrap up this podcast is that keep in mind one thing. A crisis is not good. For example, if I ask any of you, would you prefer a word with COVID or without COVID? Of course, every single normal human being would say, I prefer without COVID. And this is obvious. However, this option does not exist. So every time you are in a crisis, there are two possible outcomes, the bad and the worse. And that's it. There is no good, oh, everybody's happy. No, no, there is bad and an awful, terrible exit. So when you are in the crisis, you need to give the power. You need to plan and you need to reinforce this cost of doing nothing to move towards the bad and avoid a tragedy. And this is exactly what is your duty of care when you are facing a crisis in a project. Think about that and let's talk again next week with another 5 Minutes Podcast.